Our shaft of the week, as we flip it back to the defensive side of the ball, is senior cornerback Keaton Jones. And Keaton, one of the things of last week that really jumped out was you had an interception and a penalty, of which there were many last week. When you get in that position where you have played the position the right way, you've put yourself in a position to intercept the ball, and then the outcome is not what you want. You have to go back out on defense. The penalties are what they are. Describe the mindset that you have to have as a, as a defensive player when something good happens and it gets taken away from you, and then the focus to have that opportunity again later in the game. With the defensive player, stuff's going to happen. You're going to mess up on plays, and you just got to have a short memory and knowing that that thing's going to happen again, knowing that it's going to be my chance getting at it, and knowing that you have to go full speed out of that like, area, and knowing that I messed up on that play, I got to go back, look at it, and improve on it and then at least I got another interception that actually counted <laughs> so so in our world you have two but uh yeah, you know and I, I know stats are something that you guys look at quite a lot especially when it comes to the goal board yeah. and it gets brought up so many times and what I'm trying to do this week is understand it from Keaton Jones's perspective because we talk to everybody about the goal board and the goal board it's ironic because it's the same goal board yeah. but it means something different to every player what does it mean to you I mean, like, if we get all those, like, goals down, three or more turnovers, all that stuff, and just, like, that means we can, like, we already won the game. Like, if we don't get, if we barely get one, then we already know we already lost. But if we see on the goal board that we got, like, four or five or six, this week we got 10 out of 10, which is pretty good, and that means we won the game. So it means like, a lot to us. So As a senior, this is your last time to do everything. It, it sounds a little ominous when you say it like that because it's not really ominous. It's, hey, this is the last time you're going to play Bowie. Or, hey, this is the last time you're going to do this. And this is the last homecoming game. When you look at what transpired last week, even though it was not what I think the state and the fans expected, but when you look at a game like that where there was so much hype and so much preparation and so much attention to detail done and you walk out with a 49-7 victory and the defense has turned the ball over four times, is that like a benchmark for you? Do you even think about it? Is it something where you say, hey, look, that's great, but let's on to the next one, on to my last game with Vandegrift? Or does it stick out in your mind for a little while? I'll step the win every time. A win's a win, and um, if we get better, it's great. And there's also good things to like focus on. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that I'm uh, not gonna play Bowie again, but hopefully we'll see him in the playoffs sometime. Everything's a great opportunity to do it. I like the pomp and pageantry of homecoming, and you know, leading up to a, a, a larger weekend. Did you have a good weekend last weekend? Yeah, I had a good weekend. Uh, my girlfriend came down from Tech to come to the game, and we went to go see it for the first time probably scared of balloons now more than ever <laughs> pretty much is a good week just gotta say it was a good week for Westlake and for Keaton Jones so Keaton Jones is scared of it I'm gonna tell you that movie ruined my childhood <laughs> so now a second generation of childhoods are getting ruined and I appreciate that I, I don't like clowns and I've made no I mean I used to host a thing with McDonald's where Ronald was there and we had to have that little chat before I introduced him that hey you just need to be over there and it's nothing personal but it's all Stephen King's fault I, I look at what you guys are going through as 16 17 18 year old guys and and how a lot of that is retread you're, you're having a lot of the same experiences that guys that are old enough to be your dad are, are seeing is that the experience is what I want to talk about next Keaton is take us through a week in preparation for an opponent what's it like being a Westlake football player it's awesome 
some may say it's kind of like crazy, but first thing goes, we on Monday, we got weightlift. Straight right after that, we got 15 minutes of shower. I barely sometimes make it. But then we have scouting report. We talk about the team, talk about the what they do, what their best players are, what they're coming back with. And then we have practice after school at 4.30, 4.45. And it goes until probably 7 at night. And then we got to flip it back over to a... 5.30 team meeting, which means that usually I wake up around like 4.20, 4.30. Some may say that's a hard thing to do, but me doing this for probably three years is I've gotten used to it pretty easily. And then we do the same thing Wednesday, and we do weight lift during the period. And then Thursday, we look through front for a little bit, and then we go outside and go through the kicking game and go through their defense, their offense, making sure we got everything down. And then Friday is just... Everything we prepared for, everything we like did, it's going to show on the field. You've left one thing out, school. And school fits into that schedule at some point uh, in time. And, and that's the other thing that we talked about, the importance of routine with Coach Dodge, but the importance of being in this routine so that you can be a successful student. Yeah. That's another part of being a Westlake football player. Yeah, it, yeah football always tax on school. Usually with Mondays, I usually get back around like 8 do homework, probably get to bed around like 10.30, which is not a very good amount of sleep, but it's a good thing that I'm playing for the West Lake Chaparros, but I'm also going to be a student athlete. I've got to take care of my stuff, the life of an athlete. The ability to take on the psyche of your defensive coordinator. Last week visiting with Coach Salazar, you're in that room with him, and he starts talking, and I walk in when he's in the middle of doing something on the board. And that's that's a and a language that I don't necessarily speak all that well, but I can understand what he's doing, and it's one on one. And I talked to Coach Dodge about it this week in our pregame interview about being a teacher. Some of your favorite teachers are coaches, and some of your favorite teachers actually coach, and you don't know that they're actually coaching you for stuff that happens later. Describe your relationship and kind of your take on Tony Salazar. He's like a mentor to me. He has always like cared about us, always looked out for us, always has our backs. Even during the football and even outside of football, he's always knowing where we are, caring about us, and he always puts us first. It's just he's a crazy guy. Um, I love him, but he's just an awesome guy that I've always met. Well, I'm going to hang a left because you have a position coach this year in Tony McClain. And Coach McLean, after that second interception, I mean, he was he was on you immediately on that first interception that didn't count, yeah. but it was the second one, and I saw his reaction. What's it like for you when you see kind of old guys like us get as hyped as if we just made the interception? Because that was the reaction that Coach McLean gave you on that second interception. It's an awesome feeling knowing that he put us in positions where we can make those plays. He taught us footwork and what to do and to how get up and get that ball it's just an awesome feeling knowing that a coach is proud of me what I've done I want to talk about adversity because with success comes adversity and usually it's in the opposite direction you go through the adversity to get the success the adversity for you a year ago is your starting corner and you're thinking hey I've got two years of this in front of me and then bam the ankle breaks and you're out I'm always interested, as, as a guy that never really got injured in his athletic career, I'm always interested in what it is like for a player, especially a young player like yourself, to have the game taken away from you, but something you couldn't control. Yeah. What was that like, and what did you do to come back from that? What was the mindset that you had to come back from that injury a year ago? When I broke it, I knew there was something wrong. It was really hard knowing that I was out for a couple weeks away from my teammates, knowing that I can't do anything about it. 
it was a really first ever serious injury I've ever gotten. I just had to know that right now I've broken ankle, gotta get through it, knowing that it's gonna be hard a little bit, be out for a little while. Had to do what the trainer said, do my treatments, do the therapy, and good thing is that I came back like Travis. I mean, it was something different that I never experienced before. And what work did you do to, to kind of make sure, hey, look, I know this is a possibility now. Did it make you attack Shapmaker and off season from a mental standpoint, want to work even harder to fend off those injuries or the potential to have those injuries, do anything different? I mean, yeah, I'm always cautious of my, my body, but whenever I got cleared, I didn't look back on it. With the yeah, with Shapmaker, I always push myself knowing that this is my last year, this is my last thing to do something right, last thing to make Westlake Westlake, and I just push myself knowing that I missed a couple games and I got to get those games back and just do what I can. The amount of leadership, the amount of bodies that are in that defensive backfield, and I know that some of the younger guys are stepping up and you're getting into the mix with those younger guys, guys like Sage Luther and even guys like Drew Webster. What's the feeling like that you guys have as a unit when everybody, at least early on, has been successful? For one thing, that whole secondary is like a bro- like a brotherhood. That whole defensive area is just like a brotherhood. We know everybody. Um, we support everybody. Sometimes we get on each other when we know that they can do better, but seeing them succeed and seeing them produce and helping us win is just a great feeling knowing that we also have those guys behind us. And You talk to guys like Steven Rio and even Matt Kelly and all those guys that have come before, they talk about legacy, especially in the defensive backfield. And I talked to Coach Salazar about that last week. Is that, hey, there's a legacy because he left a legacy where he played college and now he's been rewarded with the hall of honor and so you understand that there is something to leave behind and what legacy are you trying to leave behind you're protecting the legacy for the next class up with saying mac max and steven they left a really big legacy here and each year someone's trying to be in picking that up and making it more i'm trying to do that as well Maybe go slow, step by step. I just got to do what I got to do. Got to do what Salazar says. Got to do what McLean says. Making sure I do the right things, small things right. Knowing that if I do those right things right, something good would happen out of it and I'll be prepared for it. Maybe I can make it like and leave this great high school on a high note. Knowing that I did something for the Chaparrales. Knowing that impacted someone's life and someone's like football career. What's one thing that, that happens in pregame for Keaton Jones that we might not know about? Like, is there a song that you listen to? Is there something that gets you hyped for games? What's your routine before you take the field? little thing is that there's a YouTube video on highlights from college DBs. Last year, there was a video on We Are DBs. And then this year, they made a new one. And I've been flipping back and forth, watching it. It's pretty game hyped up, seeing the big hits, seeing the interceptions. And then... With that, kind of gets me hyped up seeing that if I put myself in that position, I could be like that. Sometimes I eat a little sugar in between them, like gummies, sour patch, a little something to get me hyped up. But usually when we're out there, eight lines before um, a client usually gives me a little something to hype me up, knowing that I'm not going to let anybody pass me. And not... Yeah, that's pretty much my game thing. He's Keaton Jones. He's afraid of balloons. I'm afraid of clowns, and he's our Shap of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you. Thank you for having me.